Hi, I'm Tom Power. Welcome to Toy Heart, a podcast about bluegrass. This is the last episode of season two here from Nashville is my conversation with Allison Krauss. I remember, you know, the first time I looked out in the audience and saw people singing words to our songs that only we had recorded. That was just a really crazy moment. Just never thought it would end up being there. Never thought we'd hear back from Rounder. Yeah. Never thought we would hear from Rounder in the first place. If this is your first time listening, you can hear full interviews with Jerry Douglas, Allison Brown, Bela Fleck, Larry Sparks, Jody Stecker, and so many more wherever you get your podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Later on. Hey, this is Travis Book. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. I'm Travis Book. This episode is brought to you by Americana Vibes and Thompson Guitars, makers of fine instruments, handmade with love, in Sisters, Oregon. In October of 2020, I was joined by Barrett Smith and Mike Gugino, both members of the Steep Canyon Rangers. I've known both these guys for years, but had never really played music with them, so this is a real treat. This episode was a great example of the silver linings of the COVID era. Without the interruption in our schedules, we likely wouldn't have made the time to make music together, despite essentially living down the street from each other. I had a great couple of days with these fellow mellow dads, and it was an honor to collaborate with these guys, and I think it made for a great episode. This podcast is a heavily edited distillation of the full-length happy hour, which aired live on September 2nd of 2020. We had some technical issues that made the first part of the show unsuitable for our purposes here on the podcast, so we pick up at the beginning of the interview segment. I edit pretty heavily for the podcast, but full episodes of this and every happy hour can be viewed anytime at thetravisbookhappyhour.com. Please welcome to the stage, Mike Gugino, Barrett Smith. They are members Thanks. of the Steep Canyon Rangers, among other things. We'll get into that. Um, I got questions for you guys. Man, I'm, I'm so grateful you guys agreed to do this with me. We're, we're, we're glad to be here. Absolutely. We, we don't have much going on these days. That is true. That doesn't make you special, buddy, let me tell you. I'll tell you. <laughs> None of us have a whole lot going on. Um, speaking of which, what have you guys been up to? Uh, Band-wise or personally? <laughs> I'm kind of more interested in, like, personally, what have you been doing with yourselves? What have you been doing with your early retirement? Well, yeah, we were talking about this. Sometimes it feels like we're, we've just retired. It's kind of temporarily. It's kind of sweet. But not, in a, but not always in a good way. No, you're right. But, you're right. but you, know, you know, Barrett and I both are married. We've got kids. So spending time at home with our families has been good. Because we're, the band, we're busy. And I haven't been home this much in 20 years. And that's no joke. 
And that feels good. And so I've been cooking a lot, and I always joke that the yard has never looked better. Your yard looks fantastic. Thanks, man. I ride by it on my way to drop the kids off at school, and it looks great. It really does. You should be proud of that. Thanks. That's very dad of you, actually, having such a I'm so dad these days. (laughs) So I wanted, you know, um, we've known each other for a little while. Um, You and I were talking last night about how we crossed paths in Durango, Colorado a couple of times. Yes. You had some funny things to say about me. Yeah, I, the first time I met Travis, we were, we were, the, the band was in Durango playing the Durango Bluegrass Meltdown. This was like, oh my gosh, 2001 or two? or Probably, so, probably. two. Yeah. Could have been three, but it was a long time ago. And we, we must have been, what, 12 or 13 at the time? I mean, we were... <laughs> we were so young then. We weren't allowed in the bars, that's for sure. No, but we, we finished... It's, a festival, it's an indoor festival. They have it in venues all over town. And then they have late night music at the bars and things. And, and I remember we had played our set and we were coming in to catch a band playing, a local band playing. And uh, I remember going in and there was this, this guy playing bass and singing his butt off. And he had hair like way down to here and a big beard like this. And <laughs> it was Travis. <laughs> and I was like, man, he is, where'd they find this guy? I mean, <laughs> that guy is not presentable. He was. <laughs> Well, you, then you said that you, you ran into us before that, and I don't even remember that. Well, it's, be, it's because when people that looked like I did come up to you on the street, you avoid them. I, I did. I met them I, right when I was getting hip to bluegrass. I, I met them. They were, the steeps were busking outside of a coffee shop, yeah. probably 2001, 2002, yeah. busking outside a coffee shop. And I was like, hey, um, you guys want to come? Like, I've got a place you can stay. You can come hang out at my house. And they were like, We'll see you later. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> but we did cross paths then. Barrett, when did when did we meet? We've known each other forever. We have. I was just trying to place it. My earliest memory is you and me um, swaying and um, and unsuccessfully taking turns singing baritone to Robert Greer in a bluegrass jam that in a um, awesome. yeah. It's, it sounds beautiful. Sounds great. It? Yeah. And uh, in the in the campground of some festival in Colorado, but. As we swayed and baritoned, it was not our first meeting. But that was probably in 2007, eight. Maybe. Yeah, we. I know. But we knew know, each other. I know you were like you. You know, you're playing with. You played with Shannon Whitworth for a while. Mm-hmm. You played. You played in Town Mountain. You're now in the Steep Canyon Rangers. But my favorite thing to talk about is your solo guitar record. Oh yeah. And I won't be quite as forthcoming. As I was last night, with how that record makes me feel. <laughs> you could. There's two people who know exactly what I'm talking about, because they were there last night. But it really, is an, it really is amazing music. I mean, you've been making really great music for a really long time. You don't have to be ashamed of how you feel. <laughs> <laughs> no, I re- no, hey, I'm just kidding. I really appreciate that, because I don't hear it. It was a long time ago when I recorded that, but I'm so proud of that album. You and should be. It's when incredible. somebody brings it up, I think, oh, man, you I heard mean, it. What's, what's really funny, there's a funny aside. I was talking with my friend Ryan, who was at the show last night. I was talking to him after the show, and he said, about five minutes before I told my story about how I fell in love with you by listening to your record, he was literally telling his wife, having the same awkward conversation with his wife about how the same thing had happened to him. He discovered your record years ago and was like, what is this? And pretty soon he was like, oh my God, who is this man? I gotta meet this guy. Yeah, heartbreaker. So your music has that effect on 
at least these two guys. Well, incidentally, um, there's a screaming deal right now on Barrett Smith's solo guitar. I got about 7,000 compact discs in my basement. Yeah! And, uh, and listen, they can be yours for a... You can just come take them, actually. You can just, I don't even know where you play those things anymore. Seriously, how can they get a hold of you? Because everyone should have that record, and if you've got extra ones, you should give, get them to people, because it's so good. Yeah, thanks. I think it's on Spotify. Oh, for well, one never thing. mind. Don't buy those CDs, then. Yeah. I, I mean, for one thing. For one thing. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, you, really, the place to get it is to uh, come knock on my door. I live over in West Asheville, down from the Universal Joint, and um, just go down Vermont and yell my name really loud. And I'll come trotting out in my sweatpants. Um, Hand with, uh, and give you a CD. Hand That's how delivered. it works. I love, I love that record, man. I, I love it's, it's, it's fun that that like, here we are. You know, 15 years ago there we were, and here we are. And not that much has changed, but <laughs> I mean, I think we like we look a little better, and we're a little smarter. You look a lot better, dude. It doesn't take it didn't take much, you know, <laughs> shaving a haircut. Um, so I, I'm curious. You know, you met we we, we talk about hope. What what, what brings you guys hope? What makes you hopeful these days? Oh, man. What makes you hopeful these days? What makes me hopeful these days is the idea of the spring of 2021. Yeah. The spring of all springs. Picture it. Ooh, that's nice. Picture it. That's going to be a mega emergence. Yeah, it's going to be a mega emergence. There will well, be vaccines hanging from trees like fruit and... <laughs> And, uh, like and uh, IV bags. Yeah, and I, I probably just won't even read the news anymore. It's just like whatever they got it handled. You know? Dude, you can stop reading the news today. That's a great. That's a great idea. I know people who've done it. They're the happiest people I know. Yeah. yeah. Um, what about you, man? What What gives you hope? I I think one of the good things about the situation we're all in is it's it's made everybody kind of pull back and realize what is important in your life, who's important, the things that make you happy. You know, it's not, it's not always about money and go, 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 and this, this, this. And I think we're going to shed some fat, is what I think. Amen. I think we're going to trim it off a little bit. Amen, brother. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I think you're right. I hope so. I hope, I mean, I, I hope we don't just go back, oh, I miss this so much, just going a million miles. And, yeah, man. You know. Yeah. And I don't mean, like, you shouldn't work hard and work a bunch, but, you know, things like, cooking a meal with your family is really cool or just like sitting outside everybody's sitting outside on their lawns with their neighbors now and why didn't we do that before still it's a great idea without a pandemic yeah the american dream is kind of tilted a little off axis it's it's a nice it's a nice idea slow down but the but the slow application down. of the american dream is not it's not always pretty so it is a good time to slow down um what do you guys do to what do you guys do to like I mean, this may be too heady for you, but like, what do you guys do to stay like centered or stay, in, like, stay connected to the to the source? Or like, what do you do to to, to give you purpose to wake up in the morning? <laughs> you know, like, what do you, what do you what do you do? What orients you? Well, it takes some effort, doesn't it? It's not what the world is telling you to do, you know. So, I uh, actually there there are like three different ridiculous inappropriate smart ass answers that are going through my head right now and I'm really struggling not to say them but they're pretty bad so I'm not going to say them um, but uh, with with me personally you know take a breath take a breath like this
And it works every time. <laughs> yeah, at least a little bit. Yeah, That's me, does. yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to go... <laughs> <laughs> That's what I, maybe that was one of your inappropriate answers. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think like, like staying calm, sort of like lowering the temperature, lowering the anxiety, anything that we can do to sort of collectively do that. Mm-hmm. It's one, that's one thing that I really appreciate about both of you guys, is you guys know how to keep it chill. We are the chill guys in the Steve Cannon Rangers, <laughs> oh my for God. sure. You guys are like, yeah, you guys yeah, are like some of the chillest cats I know. We're the quiet guys, for sure. You think? Me? Yeah, you. Yeah, cool, thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I appreciate that. You, you Barrett. Well, your energy's calm, at least. Yeah, um, that's yeah, what I mean. yeah. All right, here's another fun question. What are you afraid of? Heights? <laughs> yeah, that's legit. I mean, not like, you know, like get in an airplane, but, you know, you get way up high in a tree. A little vertigo? You get a little edge of a, you go hiking, you get on one of those rock cliffs, and it, gets, it makes me a little nervous. Sure. Yeah. I don't think about it a lot, but <laughs> you don't like worry about. I don't like worry about heights, heights too much. But <laughs> a funny story is not so. It's kind of funny because everything worked out okay. But my son is about to be 11, and one of his friends came over, and they climbed the biggest tree in our yard, and they and it was him and his. It, it was actually two friends, and my son and his other brother got up, and then they got down, and then the one kid who'd never climbed the tree got stuck and just was. He just shut down and was terrified. And I was like, oh, gosh, I've got, I've got to go get him. And I'm not, I can't make this up. It started dumping rain all of a sudden. And I'm like, I'm like, going, up in the tree. And, and the, the tree has no limbs like the first 10 feet. So I had to go get an extension ladder to yeah. get in the tree. And it's dumping rain. And this kid is screaming. And, and he's soaked. And I'm soaked. And I'd climb it. But we, we, I got him down. Excellent. But I was scared, too. I would have been scared, but I got up to the top where he was, and I was kind of like, yeah, this is kind of scary. Well, the good news is his parents will never ask you to watch him again. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that, was, that was the goal. <laughs> I'm always looking for those outs. Yeah. You know, safe ways to let my friends, my kids' friends' parents know that I'm unfit to watch their kids. <laughs> safe ways. You know, little, little lapses in judgment. You know, go a long way. What about you, man? Are you afraid of anything? Uh, um, you know, sharks and um, what else? Uh, That's the easy one, man. Everybody afraid of sharks. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm afraid of sharks. When I think about them, I get afraid when I'm swimming in the ocean every once in a while. I try not to think about it too much. Uh, besides that, I think, uh, I mean, I think my fear and my hope are kind of intertwined because I think on some level the thing I, I really fear fear is like is the world the world that my children move forth into in the future and that fear is immediately countered by by like some active hope you know looking around and saying okay there is a lot to be afraid of and i worry for them because i just they're because i'm their protector and i love them more than anything uh but i immediately counter that with looking around and saying you know what it's actually it's going to be okay it is going to be okay. And it just is. You know, no matter what, it, it's going to be okay. It is. We don't know what that looks like. No, we don't know what that looks like, but... Uh, it, might not look, it, might, it might not look good from an outside perspective, but it will be okay. 
you know, as, as, you, as you sort of, the farther out you zoom out from it, mm -hmm. the, the easier it is to sort of maintain that perspective, that everything will sort of unfold the way it is supposed to, and that ultimately, whatever okay means, it will be that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know? it, will, it will be. And on a political kind of societal level, it, you look around and there are a lot of good things in motion. There are a lot of good things in motion, and there's a lot of reaction to a lot of negative things that are that's inevitably in motion. And, uh, and I joke about the spring of 2021, but honestly, I think it's going to be a really special time. Lots of live music, maybe, you know, depending on how things work out, right? Positive trajectory on this whole thing we've been dealing with. And, uh, and the end of, of like a true winter. Yeah, the winter of our COVID discontent. Here it comes. Here it comes. <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of what I'm afraid of. All right, so one more question. What brings you guys happiness? What makes you happy? Family, mm -hmm. for sure. Again, just... And, and being, having this moment to really... I mean, you always know that. You're like, oh, you love your family, you love your kids, but to know during this time that they're the ones... I mean, I've, been, I've hung out with my wife every single day since COVID started, since quarantine, you know, and we just got married, we just got married in July. And we, we joke that we've had like years worth of marriage in six months already. Yeah. I was going to ask, how's that working it's out working over there, buddy? Great. Great. No, it's been great. Oh, good. Yeah. It's been good. <laughs> and she has a huge family and, and they all live around here and, and, and I've got to spend so much time with them that I wouldn't have got to do if we'd been on the road touring like we normally do. So that's been great. Yeah. That was great. Yeah, family. Family and friends, community, uh, music, uh, nature, getting out into it, and, uh, and, and, and really understanding you're a part of something that's really greater and bigger. That brings me a sense of happiness. And I guess that's the thing with community and family and music for that matter. That's a, that's a, happy, that's a happy feeling. Yeah. I like bingo, the game. You know? <laughs> Sweet. That always seems to make me happy. Sweet. I like getting bingo, especially. Well, bingo. that's that's why you're there. Yeah, I'm thinking about starting some kind of an online bingo thing this winter while we're all cooped up inside. It's, it's happening you there. People are doing it. Yeah, I'm serious. Well, I was thinking about like there could be like some kind of like musical bingo. Ah. Some kind of like um, you could have like multiple bands, multiple artists playing, song, creating some sort of a bingo scenario with music. But probably not. Probably just bingo with beers. <laughs> <laughs> beers and bingos. All right. Perfect. So, uh, to wrap this up, you, you, guys, you guys play as a duo. Mm -hmm. We do. And explain, it's not just a duo. It's something much more. <laughs> yeah, so we, Barrett and I, when we're not on the road with the band, um, have a, an, a traditional Italian folk music duo where we play music from Italy, and we've, been, we've actually been doing it for about 15 years now, or more. Yeah. And, uh, and we love it, and we joke that we'll, we'll just always do it. I, when we started, Barrett wasn't in the band, in the Rangers. Now he's in the Rangers. We have time to rehearse, because we're on the bus all the time together, and backstage in dressing rooms, we'll, we'll just sit down and play Italian music, and it's been, it's been great for our Italian duo, for you to join. The Rangers. Been, yeah. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> Infinite rehearsal time. It, it's yeah. true. Well, why don't you take us to Italy? You know, right now, yeah. it, 
Right now, <laughs> right now, the the uh, for those of you who are not cycling fans, the Giro d'Italia, which is the Tour of Italy, is going on. Oh, cool, really. And uh, yeah, and I watch it every day. I watch it for about four hours every morning, and the mostly for the sightseeing, because you know they're doing helicopter shots and they're showing all these ruins and all this stuff, man. And it is just, it's really fascinating, especially juxtaposed against like uh, the Tour de France, which is. You know, France, Italy, you know, when you're over here in the United States, they maybe seem like they are similar, but it's incredible how, how disparate the, the geography, the, the history, yeah. the, the ruins, all of that stuff. So I've been soaking up mostly just watching guys in tight clothes ride bikes around Italy, but I've been soaking up a little bit of the, the Italy experience, so I'm really looking forward to this. Guys, uh, Barrett Smith and Mike Gagino. Thanks, Travis.
mare lucica l'astro d'argento placina e l'onda prospero e il vento con questo zeppiro così soave o oh, come bello star sulla nave venite a gire barchetta mia santa lucia Santa Lucia Oche tardate Bella e la sera Spira una reta fresca e leggera o bella Napoli o sol beato dove sorridere voglio creato tu sei l'impero dell'armonia Santa Lucia Santa Lucia So Barrett and I discovered this music, like I said, about 15 or so years ago, well, maybe more like 20 years ago. I remember I was in uh, college and I was just starting to play the mandolin and playing bluegrass, learning Bill Monroe and old time music and things like that. And my grandfather played the violin and he was uh, Sicilian and... Um, he was starting to lose his memory toward the end of his life, but he could still remember things on the violin. And he was a classical violin player, not a, not a fiddler. But um, we were sitting around kind of playing music together one day at the end of his life, and he played this little melody. And it was an Italian mazurka, 
and I didn't even know what that was or heard anything like it, but then started doing some research and realized that the mandolin, the instrument I was playing in a very American way, was actually the most Italian instrument there is, and I'm Italian-American. My last name is Gugino. My people are from Sicily, and Sicily is, a, is really one of the, the biggest places for, to hear music like this. And uh, I immediately talked to Barrett about, hey, man, we should, we should dive into this music and learn it. And he was into it. And uh, like I said, we've been doing it for almost 20 years. And we'll do one of those mazurkas right now. This is called Traveglia e Sonno.
I love that, man. I'm here with Micah Gino, Barrett Smith of Steep Canyon Rangers. Not the Steep Canyon Rangers. That's a good question. It's, it's, it's widely debated. Yeah, I noticed that. I was looking around online, and I can't tell if you're just amongst many Steep Canyon Rangers or if you're, in fact, the... I thought I was hiring the <laughs> Steep Canyon Rangers. Turns out I just got uh, some Steep Canyon Rangers. But we are. We're some Steep Canyon Rangers. Man, you know what is a happy thing? You know what makes me so happy? What's that? Right now is, man, being on the stage at the Gray Eagle, making music with my friends. Yeah. Is it, man. That is it. Here in our hometown. Making music with our friends at the Great Eagle. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but a lot of stuff has gone down in this room for me personally.
got a mother Sister and a brother Who have all Passed on before Well I'm determined Playing music with you guys makes me happy too, man. We are, we were so fortunate to have this opportunity. Um, so fortunate that the Gray Eagle uh, continues to make this space available. Um, yeah, thank you. And and uh, and we're so fortunate that you all uh, came out tonight and you were uh, responsibly enjoying music and keeping your distance, playing by the rules, and we're all playing the game. And you all are doing a great job of it. Thanks to everyone for listening. So happy to be here with you guys. Yeah, let's play. Let's play another one, Barrett. Will you play us one you made up? Yeah, I will. I guess you may be wondering why I called you today And it might take a while to get there But I'll try to explain About the silence in the morning And the harbor and the slipping away And the looks in your eyes that made me think I'm not alone today I was thinking now about you back in our better days You were young, you were free, and you were so far away And I was always trying to think of just the right thing to say To make you think that you might want me But I was pushing next to nothing, and my life was a mess And if you ever really noticed, you were never impressed But I'd have given half the world if I could watch you undress And I guess you always knew that Because you always knew to show me just enough to keep me under your thumb And so I circled all around you like a moon without the light of the sun Yeah, I was always hurting and I was always so sad Cause you were always what I wanted But I knew I couldn't have you remember what you'd say Don't complain, you know your life's not half bad you were the way of the world You were 
my sweetest sin You were the light that really might lead me back home again Until that night that you came over and you told me I was your best friend Cause a friend never lets you feel the world between the sheets and the skin And she never whispers, baby, come on over, could we do it again? And then she asks you, what's the matter? And you don't know where to begin. But your heart was still in love with the sea. Man, the, uh, outside of the Gregel, I saw they have a new board that's like, your, this is your favorite Gregel memory, you know? And there, uh, there are so many. Just now I'm just tripping out on the Gregel and how much I love it. But uh, I, there were some Gillian Welch and David Rawlings shows packed shoulder to shoulder pin drop hanging on every single smidget of a note and those were beautiful nights the wood brothers they had some good nights here uh john paul jones was here from led zeppelin one time he played with david rawlings Sweet. it was so cool so so, so, so many cool. so many things yeah we are lucky to have the gray eagle here in Asheville. <laughs> Guided by a beating heart I don't know where the journey will end But I know where to start Sailing I'm too young to understand That I'm caught up in a dream Life will pass me by if I don't open up my eyes That's fine by me So wake me up when it's all over 
Travis Book for his beautiful singing and his great musicianship and his indomitable positive spirit. Thanks, man.
like to say to my sisters and my brothers to keep the faith cause when the storm flies and the wind blows you move on at a steady pace cause when the battle's fought and the victory is won we shall all shout together we have overcome and then we'll talk to the father and the son when we take it to the promised land Come on now, walk together, little children. We don't ever have to worry. In this world of trouble, you gotta love one another. Come on and take your fellow man by the hand and try to help him to understand that we'll all be together forever and ever when we take it to the promised land. Our Bible reads, shalt not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor for the pestilence that wanders in the night, nor for the destruction that awaiteth in the noonday. children and we don't ever have to worry in this world of trouble we gotta love one another come on and take your fellow man by the hand and try to help him to understand that we'll all be together forever and ever when we take it to the promised land Then we'll all be together 
She's shaking her hand when we take it to the promised land. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you so much. This has been the Travis Book Happy Hour Podcast. Thanks for listening. Huge thanks to Barrett Smith, Mike Gagino, Thomas Webb, Andy Eubanks, The Gray Eagle, IMAVL, Thompson Guitar, Americana Vibes, and all the supporters who contributed via PayPal and Venmo. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at The Travis Book Happy Hour, and full-length episodes can be viewed anytime at thetravisbookhappyhour.com. Thank you.